thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. And I tell you what, expect to hear answers. Amen. Expect to get clarity for your life because we're believing God with you for that. We've been taking weeks now and teaching on following the Holy Spirit. And I am so grateful that the divine genius lives on the inside of me. And if you're born again, he lives on the inside of you. Let's not ignore the one who's smarter than us. <laughs> he takes the wisdom of God and he makes it known to us. He knows the mind of God and uh, he imparts that wisdom. So it would benefit us to realize uh, he's smarter than us. He knows more than us. So we need to acknowledge him, turn toward him and give him place in our everyday life. In other words, don't bypass the one who knows it all. Amen. Amen. But stop and pause in the face of circumstances and acknowledge him and look to how he's leading you. We have been teaching on this, as I said, for weeks now, but you're going to have to go back and uh, hear previous teachings because I detail how do you know what his voice, what is it, what does it sound like when, what, what does his leading look like? And we've talked about that. So we want you to learn that. Um, we need to learn to follow the Holy Spirit, but sometimes people don't realize, um, they don't know that they need to look within to know the leading. Because so much of the time we've just been trained throughout our earthly life, look up here, look to the mental arena to see what you've figured out, what you've calculated, but we're not limited to that anymore. Amen. We need to learn to look on the inside. Amen. Um, I, we started yesterday, we were talking about how Jesus told his disciples, he says, uh, by the way, fellas, I'm leaving. (laughs) And he says, and, and, and of course he recognized, he said, because I've said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. But he said, nevertheless, it's expedient for you or it's to your advantage that I leave because I'm going to go away. I'm going to send someone. And uh, one passage said, he said, I will send another. I will send another. Well, the word another means just like what you had. So he's just like what everything Jesus was to the disciples during those three years of earthly ministry, the Holy Ghost is to us every day. He's another just like that. Amen. Amen. And so I want us to read today going to John chapter 16 and we're going to read further. Um, In verse 12, we'll start reading because Jesus said it's expedient or to your advantage that I go away. Then he gives us even more insight why it's, it was to his, to our advantage that the Holy Ghost come. 
Verse 12 of John 16 says, he's talking and he says, I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Mm -hmm. Now listen, listen to the word. I have, I have yet many things to say to you, but you can't bear them now. Now, if I'm sitting in that crowd, uh, those, that, those disciples, I'm thinking, wait a minute. You've got many things to say to me, but you just said you're leaving. When are you going to say them? How, because, now look what he said. I have many things to say unto you. Well, why don't you just say them? He tells them why, because you're not prepared to hear them. You can't bear them now. They're beyond your ability for you to comprehend even with your heart. Your mind will kick it out. Because see, your heart can bear, your heart can receive things that your mind can't process. Your mind won't agree with. So know this, your mind is the gateway to your spirit. If your mind says, I can't take that in, it can't even land in your spirit. So he's saying, I'm not going to say something to you that can't land in you yet because your mind will kick it back out. But they're, they're sitting there. And I, if I were them, I'd be sitting there thinking, okay, you have many things to say to me. You can't say it now, but you're telling me you're leaving. Yeah. So when you're going to say it, uh-huh. <laughs> am I going to have to do without that? Yeah. Uh, no. When are they going to hear it? The Holy Spirit's going to say it. Yes. What, what Jesus was not able to say to them because they weren't able to hear it yet, later the Holy Spirit would say to them. Amen. Amen. One of the great advantages of being filled with the Holy Spirit is uh, the Holy Spirit will bring you knowledge as you're able to hear it. You say, well, I'm able to hear it now. Well, yeah, yeah, (laughs) Uh uh-huh. Let's back up on that. Haven't you ever had, and I've seen this, um, a young child may have an older sibling Let's say you have a first grader and they have a brother who's in the 10th grade and they find their chemistry book and say, would you read this to me? No, baby, I won't read that to you. (laughs) Not because you're stupid. Not because I can't read it. Mm -hmm. It's beyond what you're able to handle right now. You have to go through a process of education before what I would say to you would even have any way of being comprehended. That's what Jesus is telling them. This is beyond your spiritual maturity, what I have to say to you. This is one of the things that the Holy Spirit does to us as we mature. He unveils and brings us into light that we're able to comprehend. Wonderful of the Holy Ghost. That he, and he is called the teacher. Yes. Amen. He's called the guide. Yes. He will guide us yes. into these things. So notice Jesus is saying, I have many things to say to you. You know that they did not understand. If you have things to say, you're leaving. We can't, you can't say them yet because we're not, we're not spiritual or mature enough to hear these things. Are we not ever going to get them? No, they're going to get. They're going to get it. But verse thirteen, he tells them how he's going to be able to say to them what they're not able to hear yet. Well, let's read again verse twelve. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it? When he, the Spirit of Truth, is come, he will guide you yes. into all truth. 
uh, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. So he's saying the things that I couldn't say to you, I'm going to say them to him. And he's going to say it to you at a time when you can hear it, when you can receive it. And then he goes on, but whatsoever things he shall hear, that shall he speak. He will show you things to come. Now you talk about advantage, knowing something that's to come before it comes. Wow. I would dare to say that every believer has a knowing of things to come that they haven't arrived at yet. Let me explain it this way. Years ago, even before I was born again as a child, on the inside, I, I, I sensed I was going to do something in ministry before I was even born again. But once I got born again, that only stood up. That was quickened in a very real way to me. I I did not even know what the fivefold ministry was at the time I was born again, but there was something on the inside of me that knew there's something in ministry. What was it? How did I know that? Not by my mind. The Holy Spirit within me. He's showing me things to come as I'm able to receive them. Now, when I got born again, I, I got born again at the age of 19. I did not know that I would ever be pastor. I did not know that, but I was going to do it for 25 years. I had a sense that I would travel and minister. That was in me from the time I was born again. But yet, uh, and I would travel with my husband, some and minister, but it wasn't at the forefront of what I was doing. Pastoring was at the forefront of what I was doing, but I was picking up what I would be doing even 30 years later. He was showing me things to come, not because I could articulate it and explain it to others, but there was a sense, a knowing. Where did that come from? The Holy Spirit showing me things to come. Why does he show us things to come? Well, number one, so we can prepare for him. Number two, it's going to help us stay on course so that if something else is offered us, we go, "Uh uh-uh, that's not in line with what I have on the inside of me about what's to come for my life because the devil, uh, he knows that his failure in your life is connected to you following God's plan. When we stay truer and closer to walking out God's plan accurately, then the devil cannot find an entrance to take us off course. His, his only help Uh, let me just say his only hope of having an effect against our life is to get us off the plan of God. So what will he do? He will throw all kinds of opportunities our way to take us off course. But the Holy Spirit will show you things to come in the sense I knew, um, I knew I was to prepare for ministry. Now, after I got born again, I had other opportunities to come to me. But I knew that's not in line with what I seem to have on the inside of me. Even though though I didn't understand the whole picture, I had a sense. 
I had a knowing. I had an assurance, a certainty on the inside of me of what was connected to my future. I couldn't articulate it necessarily to describe it in detail, but I had a knowing. That was to help me to not fall for the opportunities that would be offered me that would take me off course. That's one of the reasons the Holy Spirit shows us things to come because the devil will bid high for you. He will give you a job promotion. He will give you financial increase as long as he can somehow take you off the plan. He'll even give you something that looks like the plan or has the same components of the plan just so you won't feel completely frustrated. But he's trying, he, he knows that he can't not successfully um, take you off course unless he can get you off God's plan. That's why the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. Amen. So that's one benefit. Yeah. Uh, he will, it, as it says in verse 12, first of all, uh, or 13, Jesus is saying he will guide you into all truth. Mm-hmm. Now notice this. What's that mean? What's the truth? The word. Mm-hmm. Yes. What about truth for your life? Yeah. Yes. What's, tr- what's true for your life might not be true for my life in the sense if God's plan holds a certain element in it for you, but not for me, the Holy Spirit helps you hold hold fast to what's true for your life. Yes, he's talking about the truth of the word. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But he's also talking about what's true for the plan of God in your life. And then, of course, in that same verse, he says, he will show you things to come. So the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. He will show you things to come. Verse 14 says, he shall glorify me. Now notice this, the Holy Spirit's never going to lead you to do something that's going to dishonor Jesus. Diminish Jesus. Make little of Jesus. He will make much of Jesus. He will make much of what Jesus did for you. Why? Because if Jesus hadn't paid the price he paid, the Holy Spirit couldn't lead us into our inheritance. God planned. God created a plan. Jesus purchased that plan and the Holy Spirit leads us into it. If Jesus hadn't purchased it, the Holy Spirit couldn't lead us into it. That's why he's going to make much or glorify Jesus because he could not lead us into something that Jesus didn't purchase for us. He's going to lead you into honoring Jesus, not dishonoring him, not dismissing him as not being important. He can't be bypassed or erased. Amen. He will glorify me is what Jesus said. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. So what Jesus could not teach these disciples because they were not uh, mature enough spiritually to hear it. Now the Holy Spirit, as they're able, can take what Jesus wanted them to know and could still teach. Teach them those things. They could still receive them just at a time when it's appropriate for their hearing. Verse 15, Jesus said, all things that the Father hath are mine. Wow. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Why? Because it's yours too. Yeah. 
You are a co-heir with Jesus. If it belongs to Jesus, it belongs to you. So the Holy Spirit will show you what belongs to Jesus because in showing you what belongs to Jesus, he's showing you what belongs to you too. You are a joint heir with Jesus. What belongs to him belongs to you. Amen. Now we can see why Jesus is saying it's expedient or to your advantage that I go away because we see this in this passage. He will guide us. The spirit will guide us when he comes into all truth. He will show us things to come and he will show us our inheritance in Christ. Amen. 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 So um, the spirit will guide them into the truth of God's word. He will guide us into the truth of God's will for our life. Yes. He'll, he'll, he'll unveil the word to us, but he'll also unveil God's plan for our life to us. Yes. Amen. Yes. So then he will also show us um, all that belongs to us because we belong to Christ. We cannot even recognize and realize in our spirits. Our spirits can't even grab what belongs to us without the Holy Spirit in there showing it to us, imparting the revelation to us. Your mind can't grab this. Your mind cannot wrap itself around the grandness and the greatness of God's plan. It takes a spirit to hold it. It takes your spirit to receive it because your mind, your brain cannot even calculate. Amen. The word says it's not even entered into the mind of man all that God's prepared. Amen. Now go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11. We're going to see this. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. And I'm just going to read the last portion of this verse. Uh, 11 or 12. So, yeah, 11. 1 Corinthians 2, 11. And the last, the last portion says this, the things of God knoweth no man, yes. but the Spirit of God. Yeah. Listen, the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. Yes. He knows the things of God. When he says the things of God knoweth no man, he's talking about the natural side. of your, your, your human intellect cannot, right. you can't know God by your mind. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. You Amen. cannot figure him out. In God's realm, everything is possible. In the natural realm, everything is impossible. Right. There's a lot that's yeah. impossible yeah. in this realm. Your mind can't wrap, your, can't wrap around that in his realm, there's nothing impossible. That's right. Your mind can't grab that, but your heart can. Your spirit can. Your spirit can believe things that your mind can't calculate. Your spirit can believe and receive things that your mind cannot um, reason. It won't make sense to your mind. The will of God, the plan of God, and the mind of God, the Spirit knows. The Spirit knows the mind of God and the will of God for your life. Yes. Yes. All of His leading is going to be in line with the Word and in line with God's plan for your life. The Spirit of God will never lead you into a plan that is not connected to your life. Amen. Never. Amen. That's why you can't follow what the Spirit tells someone else to do because He's leading them based on God's plan for their life and He's going to lead you based on God's plan for your life. 
Amen. And as we read there in, in 1 Corinthians 2.11, the things of God knoweth no man yeah. but the Spirit of God. You don't even know the plan of God for your life <laughs> without the help of the yeah. Spirit. Because right. it says the things of God knoweth no man. Yeah. That includes the will of God. Yes. Now, verse 12, it reads, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God. And then he tells why we received the spirit that's of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Giving us the idea, without the spirit of God, we can't even know the things that belong to us no matter how much we read it. You can read it, but all you'll do is read with your mind until the Spirit of God makes that revelation to your spirit. It has to dawn on your spirit before your mind can ever fulfill and walk out that plan. God deals with us. He is a spirit being. He deals with us spirit to spirit. His spirit to our spirit. He does not deal with us spirit to mind. Yeah. Right. He deals with the spirit to spirit. Why? Because your mind will kick it out. Yeah. 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 So your spirit can receive things that your mind cannot grasp. Um, we need that spirit's help to even comprehend yeah. with our spirits yeah. what, what God reveals. Yes. The mind of God, the wisdom of God, yes. the will of God for our lives. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the one who imparts the revelation of God's will to our life. He's the one that imparts the revelation of God's word to our life. He makes it, he opens it up to us. So we go, I see it. But you see it in here, in your spirit. And if you'll hold to what you see in your spirit, then it will be consummated in this realm. And you believe something with your spirit before you'll ever see it manifest in this realm. That's right. And many times that's, that's called, uh, that's a life of faith yes. because the natural man wants to see it play out in this realm before they believe it, but that's backwards. Your spirit can believe things before they play out in this realm. Yes. Now, I want to give you an example of something that Brother Hagen said once in a service. I was listening to him, this recording of his And he said something that stood out so much to me. He was in the middle of preaching a sermon. Right in the middle, the Spirit of God began revealing something to him. And he stops his sermon and he he stops and he starts talking to God. And he says, yep, yep, I I see that. I receive that. uh, Yep, I'll do that. I receive that. And he kept going on in that kind of verbiage Uh for a moment or two. And he's just talking to God. And they're not hearing the whole conversation. The congregation's not. They're just hearing what he's saying. After a moment, he stops and explains to the congregation. He said, the Spirit of God just revealed something to my spirit. Mm -hmm. He said, I do not understand it with my mind. I don't understand Mm -hmm. mentally Mm -hmm. what he just said. But by faith, I received what he said. And he said, my mind will catch up with it later. But see, if you don't receive it with your spirit first, your spirit has to agree. 
Mary, even though the angel appeared to her and said, you're going to have a baby. How's this going to be? I don't, I don't have a husband. Her mind couldn't grasp that. And he said that the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And this will, this child will be the son of God. You can't tell me her mind grabbed that. Never seen that. Never heard of, who's conversing about that down at the coffee shop? She's never heard something like that transpired. You know her mind could not grab it, but in her spirit she agreed. She said, so be it done unto me according to thy word. And then it played out. See, she had to agree with with it in her spirit first. And when she did, then God was able to bring it to pass. It's the same way it works with you and me. That there are things about our future. Our mind doesn't understand it all, but we know that there's dealings and unfoldings that the spirit and revealings that the spirit is bringing to our spirit. And we say, I sense that. I sense that dealing. I sense that you're, you're revealing something to me. I don't know the whole thing up here, but on the inside of me, I agree. Now, <clears throat> where yeah. some people miss it is some people over-spiritualize everything. Yeah. They want to, um, let me say it this way. If we'll learn to follow the spirit, we can know immediately yes or no on a decision yeah. we're, we're faced with. Some say, I got to pray about everything. There's nothing, it's nothing wrong with praying, but you can come to the point. Yeah. To where I recognize that's a spirit. I don't have to go off and pray for a week and give the devil time to talk to my head about this and confuse me. Because the spirit is in there to bear witness with your spirit, revealing the will of God. And you can know in a moment, that's the Holy Ghost. That's God. That's the will of God. I say yes to it. I'm not going to go off and pray. And like I said, nothing wrong with prayer. I'm not belittling prayer. But I'm saying we, there can come a point in the daily affairs of life. Listen to me. In the daily affairs of life that we can know in an instant, that's the Holy Ghost. That's the leading of God. That's the will of God. That's the keenness that we should be in the sensitivity to the spirit that we should have. And yes, when it comes to big crossroads decisions, you may want to take some time to wait on God. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying there can come such a sensitivity to the divine genius in you. It won't take you weeks to recognize what he's saying to you. If you will become sensitive in a moment, you say, yep, that's it. That's it. I'm moving on that. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. We're learning. I said, we're learning. Uh, We've been teaching out of my book called Following the Holy Spirit. We invite you to get your copy. Go to DufresneMinistries.org and you can order your copy there and we will get it right out to you. But you don't want to miss tomorrow. We're going to keep going this way. And until next time, remember, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us for our annual Ladies' Conference right here in Murrieta, California, October the 3rd through the 5th, Tuesday through Thursday. We invite you to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and get more information. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you.
It is possible to live untroubled and undisturbed even in the presence of the enemy. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, Peace, Living Free from Worry, she teaches how to close the door to worry, fear, and doubt. Order now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.